let's freaking go let's freaking go i was hyping myself up um while i was waiting for you because <laughs> i was like don't <laughs> fall asleep wake up and i was just listening to the daisy jones and the six soundtrack which is the only thing i've been listening to for the past i don't know two three four five what is time weeks um and my coworker who I finally got to watch it is texting me about it right now. So if I'm not looking at you, it's because I'm responding to You're something. You're cheating She's, on me? I am. Well, watch the shows that I recommend and then I won't have You're, to cheat on you. Uh, I didn't even. I Listen. <laughs> not only are you talking to some. You're say, You're literally yeah. telling me that yeah. you're interrupting our conversation. Yeah. About something we both watched. Yeah. To talk to, to somebody talk to else. someone else. Yeah. Well, I'm and not interrupting the conversation. It. I'm simply focusing my attention elsewhere. Listen, D- I've got a time. I've got a neurodivergent said. brain. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm processing eight different conversations at one uh-huh. time. Okay. Uh-huh. If you think, uh-huh. if you think for one second that only one conversation can hold my attention, you've never met me before. <laughs> Okay, counterpoint. Okay. <laughs> you can prioritize those conversations. Nope. No, I can't. <laughs> Don't. You, I mean, yeah, sure. If you're a rational human, am I rational? No. Have I ever been rational? No. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I know I'm not going to win this argument. It's okay. So. <laughs> I'm paying attention to you right now. I'm just saying if I look off, mm-hmm. that maybe... Maybe I'm just responding to a quick little text. It doesn't mean I don't love you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that that my primary focus is not with you. It's just, you know, girls got to eat. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was following along with it. I was like, we're going to set, we're going to have this deep dialogue about non-monogamy, like yeah. ethical non-monogamy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, girls got to eat. Girls got Girls gotta eat. I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the Rom Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet cute, wearing a meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat and you. zany start as always you know what we did that we did that warm-up before we started recording Mm -hmm. and now i'm just i'm in a silly goofy mood so everybody buckle in (laughs) it's happening sam was helping me shake out some anxiety yeah of course i'm always here to shake anxiety out for you thank you you're like my own personal taylor swift and her shake it off yeah i'm 1989 taylor thank you (laughs) Um, speaking of things that were popular in 2011, <laughs> I thought you were going to say 1989. <laughs> I was like, this when movie did, did not come out in 1989. No, but when did 1989 come out? That's a great question. I don't know. Um, oh, well, we got to fact that 
fact check that before I we mean, move on. I mean, you're so right. Eight, 1989 Taylor Swift studio album came out 2014. in 2014. Ha. Okay, so my joke was a little early. It's okay. But people were listening to Taylor Swift in 2011. Oh, they so definitely anyway. were. And they were also watching the movie Easy A. Oh, it's 2010? It is 2010. <laughs> I fact-checked you as well. And in te- 2010, <laughs> people were also watching Easy A. Yeah, they were. I know I was. I don't think I saw it till 2014. <laughs> that's, why no, your that's, that's why your timelines are all askew. You're like, this came out the same time, right? right? I watched it. No, I watched it in college, so I'm guessing it was... It must have been 2011. It was like on a streaming service. So it was like on Netflix. Did we have streaming services in 2011? Yes. We must have. It was new. It was like during that time was the transition from the discs to the discs and streaming to both. Okay. I just know for a fact that I did not utilize streaming because I was a poor college student so I watched everything illegally on the internet government you didn't hear this stop listening but yeah I streamed everything online uh like just illegally yeah I mostly did that before this time and after this time <laughs> and <laughs> but the other day time, we had no now I'm conflating memories because I remember getting discs but I didn't watch Easy A on a disc, but I remember it being in college, mm-hmm. like undergrad, and I graduated in 2011. So. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Whatever. I saw this movie. It was late at night. Ah. <laughs> best time to watch a movie. To. And I liked it. And then I watched it again for this podcast. And guess what? I what? liked it. <laughs> wow oh my god plot twist she liked I it liked it Ooh, you're saying it with so much tongue i know my tiny little tongue i have a small t- listeners tongue. i got a small tongue it's short i have a friend that can make her tongue her tongue very very small yeah it's cool. weird it's weird <laughs> i don't know it's a weird factoid to give awesome. to you but it makes like a little baby tongue is what we no, call it. No, tell me more about it. <laughs> have you heard of a baby? Uh, <laughs> they have small tongues. Oh my God, they do. They do. They're little baby tongues. Um, and my friend can make her tongue as small as a baby tongue. <laughs> Speaking of babies, um, Emma Stone was young. Girl. She was. She was. This um, was like her first big thing, right? Like, yes. This is what skyrocketed her into stardom. That's certainly what it seemed like to me. Yeah, because I don't remember what she did prior to this, to be completely honest. Um, Nothing. I'm just going to say nothing. She didn't do anything. Don't fact check me. Don't look at IMDb. This is the (laughs) first movie. That's not true. She was in Superbad. Anyway, um, this is the (laughs) first movie she ever did in her whole life. And it was great. I love this movie. I can still quote it. It's a good, it's like, pretty word for word. Well, you know, I'm not crazy about like the high school teen Mm -hmm. rom-com thing, but this doesn't really feel like that. It just feels like a fun movie. Yeah. And it is a high school sex comedy. Yes. But it doesn't, I guess it doesn't have all this stuff that I 
don't like about high school sex toy. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's in a more uh, palatable Shelby package. Yeah, well, it's a high school sex comedy, but the lead character is written like an adult. <laughs> like yeah. she's not, she's not a teenager. <laughs> Nothing she says or does is very teen-like, That's except true. for the lying, probably. But I mean, adults lie too, so you know. So Olive, our star, yes, is this, you know, witty, bantery member of a witty, bantery family. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the family. I can't the wait. The family is incredible. Um, oh. You can talk about the family at any Okay, point. can I? Okay, I'll talk about them now <laughs> since you gave me space. Uh, a safe space to talk about them yeah listen there is nothing I want more in this life than to be adopted by Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson (laughs) in this movie they are so funny and so just like there is not a single line they deliver that is not absolutely hysterical like yeah it's I like what more is there to say? Stanley Tucci with his little eh, and Patricia Clarkson with her little uh. And I texted this to you earlier. <laughs> and Patricia Clarkson has I don't know why, but there's there's something about the way that she speaks that makes me want to just like fall asleep, like in a comfy, cozy little bed while yeah. listening to her talk. Um, it was specifically in the moment late on in the movie when her and Olive are sitting on the car. Yeah. There's something about the way she says um, that, you know, that she was a huge slut in high school that I was like, (laughs) bedtime story. Like, yeah, time for a nap, babe. Um, Um, But yes, that's on mommy issues. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because I also at that scene, I also I was like having a moment, but, but we'll get there. Oh yeah, the, this family—they're the parents are kind of like, listen, we know we are flawed individuals. Mm-hmm. We're doing the best we can yeah. to raise other flawed individuals who are doing the best they can. Yeah, who and we they love have, and support. Yeah, they have a great sense of humor about everything. They're very—they believe in their children. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they taught. They don't have like you know dirty family secrets that right. they just avoid talking about. The fact that that at every turn in this movie, her parents are like, "Do you want to talk to us about what's going on?" Yeah. And she's like, "I've got it covered." And they they're like, "Okay, we believe in you. Like we believe mm-hmm. in you and support you." And they they can see clearly that yeah. something's going on with her, but they they trust her to come to them mm-hmm. when she at the point that she would need them and right. i think that's really cool yeah and i i love that they use humor as like a way to diffuse any tension and like make specifically olive but i would assume later on when the brother grows up they would mm-hmm. also do this but they make it so so that they can feel comfortable talking to them um yeah. specifically in the whole like you look like you're just like a stripper kind of situation it's like <laughs> We know we can obviously see some things happening, like you said, but like we'll just we'll just crack a little joke, see if you want to, you know, divulge any information. Okay, no, okay, maybe another little joke, see if you're more comfortable. Okay, cool, you don't want to talk about it. Let's move right. on. Right, um, and they don't ju- they don't they're not judging her. Mm-mm. Like, it's pretty cool. 
if more fam if like more I mean I think that's kind of the direction that like parental figures are heading with I hope you so. know or with millennial with millennials being parents but then again I don't know I don't yeah know people you know like the internet maybe this will be Gen Z parents <laughs> yeah maybe I I would hope that there are more parents out there like like them I don't even know what their names are do they have I names? I know they're food Mom related and dad. names. Yeah, oh, I saw it on the TikTok. <laughs> I also saw that TikTok. That's so funny. I remember the little brother's name, Chip. I think the dad's name is Dill or something. Yes, yes. And then Rosemary is the mom. Got yeah. it. Wow. <laughs> See? So TikTok teaching amazing. us stuff. So where were we? Right. Okay. The basic plot of the movie. The basic plot our hero, Olive, is telling her friend, Ree, Rhiannon. Yeah. Or Ree, about why she didn't go camping with her and her family. Now, mm-hmm. Olive just didn't want to go camping with Rhiannon and her family. Yeah. But she couldn't just say, your family weirds me out. I don't want to do that. I guess she doesn't have that kind of relationship <laughs> with her friend. <laughs> um. Yeah. Olive is a hyper-independent person, you would say. Yes. Um, and she makes up this lie that she went on a date with this guy mm-hmm. from college, a college guy named George. And right. Rhiannon, listening to this lie, convinces herself that what Olive is actually lying about is whether or not she slept with this guy. Mm-hmm. So... And lost her virginity. And lost her virginity. Because, you know, virginity is very, it's very precious, Shelby. I don't know if you know this. You can only lose your virginity once. And you have to make sure you give that special flower to a deserving partner. (laughs) You're like fuming as I (laughs) I have trauma. Trauma coming out, a lot of it around virginity in movies and how that affects you for the rest of your life. Are we a musical podcast now? This feels so uh, we're, good. Yeah, we're a musical podcast now. So, yeah, I don't like it. But this movie, I thought, did a great job talking mm-hmm. about virginity because it wasn't, it didn't treat it like this, you know precious thing it did in the characters that were like wrong right yes <laughs> and 100%. at the end um you know olive her the essentially the message is like maybe i'll lose my virginity mm-hmm. tonight or maybe or two years from now or on yeah. my wedding day or whatever but it's not anyone's business but yeah. mine um and that's the message of the movie and i was like that's way better than the messaging we were getting with other stuff oh for sure for sure um, I just want to hop in and say Rhiannon sucks. I want to throw her through a window, which makes me sad because like it's Ali. Is it Ali Mishak or which one is it's one of the girls. It's Ali it's, or AJ. It's Ali or AJ. I don't, I, I think it's Ali. I'm pretty sure it's Ali. Um, they're like twins or something, aren't they? No, they just look very similar. Um, I don't know. A lot of blonde, they're white, just sisters. blonde white women look the same. Yeah. yeah. They're just sisters who, you know, look similar. Um, 
she sucks i want to throw her through a roof um and really like the crux of the entire plot of the movie comes from the fact that her friend just sucks and doesn't believe her when she says no i didn't have sex with this guy who i didn't even actually go on a date with um yeah in the bathroom situation um so yeah it it, then from there on out it turns into a very stereotypical or not stereotypical because obviously this is different than a lot of other high school sex comedies in the sense that no one is actually having sex um (laughs) but it's the you know it's the thing the rumor gets out it almost reminds me of that scene from the duff where (laughs) they're like viral viral yeah they're like let's make it go (laughs) viral but what in this case the virality comes from like the ultra christian well you know how i i hesitate to call it because i feel like people who are like uh really christ-like and represent their beliefs in that way don't act like the this group of people but just those overly annoying people who are like i i'm religious and and I have been saved and now I need to save you and you're yeah. going on your evil ways and God will punish you and yeah um, like Christian missionaries yeah yeah but the um, but the mission is high school the not. mission is <laughs> yeah the mission is to whatever it doesn't matter oh, wow. obviously this girl's like she's she's got a complex of course she does and she's also <laughs> played by Amanda Bynes which I don't she's- think they fully utilized Amanda Bynes no. in this film That's in particular. True. I think Amanda Bynes is so funny. She she has great comedic timing and she does a good job in this movie, but they could have done so much more with her character in this movie and it makes me kind of sad <laughs> that they yeah. didn't. Because she is, I mean, she's limited by the role, right? Where she no, just has course. to be this, this girl, this ultra Christian girl who thinks, you know, she's the voice to judge everyone mm-hmm. um like god is judging everyone through yeah. her and so she overhears re and all of talking about this so she spreads the rumor everywhere wow that was a great it sounded like you put your voice through like a machine yeah it's what i do oh my god <laughs> i am you know how they have that tiktok voice filter yeah that's actually just me talking (laughs) nice nice I love it um yeah so word gets out right and what's a girl to do slut almost a huge slut what's a girl to do well you know what they're reading the scarlet letter of course they are (laughs) of course they are did you have to read the scarlet letter in high school I did I did you like it I did did you I didn't hate it. I mm. hated Walden. Mm. We had re- in the same class, I had to read Walden, and I hated that. Mm. Eventually, I gave up and read the Yeah, at least the Scarlet Letter is a little more, like, spicy. There's a little more, like, going on. Yeah, you know, I adultery mean. adultery and all that. Here's what I think. Reading it, the actual writing, mm-hmm. that's boring. That's hard to get No, through. of course. But the story... But the movie, good. no. <laughs> the, the Demi Moore bathtub movie that they reference a lot. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. So she decides to lean into it. She starts dressing in corsets and 
really tight pants and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. smoky eyes and she even like gets a little red a and pins it yeah. to every one of her shirts yeah at the same time she is also um she okay so backing up a little bit she is the school slut and she gets thrown into detention because the other ultra christiany girl says something rude to her and she obviously retorts back you know and says a bad british word which again we're not in britain so Mm -hmm. it's not a bad word (laughs) you can call people a twat yeah i call people a twat all the time that's not true i used to i used to i actually twat was one of my favorite words to call someone um so she has to go into detention where she meets uh brandon yeah yes i'm getting names i got this sam she meets uh you know is in detention with brandon um they kind of have a conversation he you know about her reputation and about his reputation because he's gay and you know that's bad obviously um being gay is bad if you he's take not like, one thing away yeah. from this podcast you know that being gay is bad right, right. we hate it <laughs> um he's not out he's not he, out it, it's like one of those things and this happened you know, I mean, I, I wonder if this still, ha- I ho- I don't think this still happens in high school, but it did I when we were not. in high school well, where depends. people, depends people would pick out, pick on a, a guy who had like slight, what they saw as like more feminine characteristics yeah. or maybe he was gay, maybe he wasn't, whatever. They would single some guy out and just ridicule him for being gay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and this was a regular occurrence in our daily lives. <laughs> yeah this was just high school um yeah obviously very uh traumatizing for little Brandon and so he comes to Olive the next day and he's like listen I know that you're a fake school slut now can you have fake sex with me so that these rumors so that I won't be bullied for the rest of my time in high school basically Mm -hmm. um and so she obviously agrees because she's a nice person and she cares about people uh and she they go to this party at melanie bostick's house and i feel like we're (laughs) you remember that name i know just gossiping about what happened yeah i literally was just about to say i feel like i'm just telling you a story (laughs) where i'm I'm like so they go to melanie bostick's house and they pretend to have sex Uh, oh my god and everyone was listening everyone's listening at the door wild um but (sighs) it's so clear that they're just jumping around on the bed and like Mm -hmm. hitting walls and it is the scene is like what kids think sex is yeah. like wild sex is like. yeah it's so funny they're just yeah they're jumping they're lo- they're yelling yeah it, it's all steady volume no yeah. no rise and fall no. no you know not at all um so they do such a good job convincing these other children that they have in fact had sex um that rumors continue to spread right now she's even a bigger school slut because she right. had sex at a party full of people um she also uh, we forgot to mention uh woodchuck todd aka pen badgley aka this is the oh. role that i find him the most attractive in we didn't forget we oh were no still getting there we'll we're never still forget there. You. If, if we were gonna do everything in the same order it is in the movie we just tell people go watch the movie oh you're so right you're so right <laughs> 
But obviously, yes. Woodchuck Todd is there. That is his given name. That is his birth name, Woodchuck Todd. His birth name is Woodchuck Todd. Yeah, Woodchuck Todd. Um, she runs into him there. So Woodchuck okay, well, Todd Sam- keeps like <laughs> pop, like popping in. Okay, Sam, hold hold oh, up. No. You can't just say Woodchuck Todd. That's his given name and yeah. move on. Yeah, that's his given name. That's his that's his this God-given name. God gave him that character, name. <laughs> he plays the school mascot. Yeah. When So he had his name legally changed. To Woodchuck Todd. Yeah. It's Penn Badgley. This is our love interest. Yes. This is, it's so weird for me after only remembering him in you mm-hmm. to see him as like a cool hot guy. <laughs> it is. It's it, really weird. it creates so much cognitive dissonance because <laughs> the minute you season one came out, anytime I saw Penn Badgley, I'm like, he's a stalker. That's he's a stalker. Like you rewatch Gossip Girl, and you're like, he's a st- like he's yeah. always been a stalker. Um, and in in this movie. Listen, this is, in my opinion, this is Penn Badgley's hottest role. I think he's so hot in this movie. I would date him in a heartbeat if he was in my high school. Um, But he just keeps popping up, which makes me think he's a stalker. (laughs) He's around. I think he keeps popping up because he's got a crush on her. So he's like, yeah, but but not in like a, I know Olive's going to be there. So I'm going to, you know, I have researched or whatever. Just like, you know. People are going to think that's what he wants you to think, Shelby. He wants (laughs) you to think it's innocent. It's Um, innocent in this movie. Well, you're right. Then we're going to get to the like the twist in episode five or whatever. It turns out he did it all. (laughs) He planned it all. I love this new voice effect you're giving us. (laughs) Live Foley artist right here. (laughs) I don't Um, think that's what that means. (laughs) Yeah. Foley. They do sound effects. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So where were we? Uh. Oh, they well, have fake sex at the fake party. Yes, and then she runs into Woodchuck Todd on her way out. Then she runs into Woodchuck Todd on her way out. She leaves. She gets a call from Ree, being like, "I heard you just had sex with Gay Brandon at that party. What yeah. the fuck? We were just talking about how gay he is two minutes ago, and you had sex with him. You're turning into a real slut, aren't you?" Yeah. Um, and they get into a huge fight, which, you know, <laughs> friends, am I right? Um, and that's when she throws away every single piece of clothing that she owns in favor of lingerie with embroidered A's on them. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. To really drive the point home. That's it. That's the time. That's the time. She, she really does go hard into the lingerie. So she's going around <clears throat> people, guys all over school. Mm-hmm. are claiming they're paying her in like gift cards and stuff yeah for uh, to to claim that they had sex with her yeah and she's <clears throat> going along with this because like at first to be nice but mm-hmm. it's like does going a little far but this is what she discovers over the course of the movie is that like doing something and saying you do you're doing something sometimes the the way people see you it it doesn't matter if you actually did a thing or or Mm -hmm. not um so she's letting all these guys say like yeah we hooked up and she's like Mm -hmm. you know going along with it um because they pay because they paid her yeah. Uh, this 
gets her into a wee bit of of trouble after mm-hmm. a certain point because the very christian 22 year old who goes to the school so the do you really mean christian james Amanda- from twilight shelby do you mean fucking the tracker from james from twilight <laughs> so amanda Bynes is dating tracker james from twilight who's like yeah. A fifth year senior or like a yeah. fifth time senior. Like he's yeah. <laughs> been in school yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> and he his girlfriend is, is Amanda Bynes. Yeah. He finds out he has chlamydia. Mm-hmm. And he is like, I got it from Olive because... Yeah. Everyone's saying it. Goddamn bus. Throws her under the goddamn bus. Oh, wait. Before that, right? Uh Uh-huh. What order was this Olive becomes friends. What are you, which, which plot point? I got you. I got you. Tell me what, what, what moment are you thinking of? When she gets assaulted. Gets assaulted by Marianne? By Amanda Bynes' character? Sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh. That happens. The guy kisses her. That happens after. So, so everyone is, is like, oh my God, Olive gave this guy chlamydia. But we hear this phone call between. Mm -hmm. uh, James the Tracker from Twilight. James the Tracker from Twilight. And the guidance counselor. And Phoebe from Friends. It's Phoebe from Friends. (laughs) He was the guidance counselor was sleeping with a student. Yeah. And she's married to the English teacher who assigned everyone the Scarlet Letter. Dude. (laughs) Isn't that wild? It's such a fucked up little web going on in that school. What a twisted (laughs) web we weave. (laughs) Uh, It's so bad. So then Olive... Goes to the guidance counselor. The guidance counselor confesses to her. She's like, it's mm-hmm. not you. It's me. I'm so sorry. This is. I'm going to l- lose my job and my marriage probably, but it's fine. I'll tell everyone right? the truth. And all of the idiot that she is, the fucking people pleaser that she is, she's like, no, it's okay. They already think I'm a slut. So just let them continue to think I'm a slut. I'll take the blame this- for you. Listen, though, and I know you know this. Yes. This is not Olive's fault because no. the adult in that situation mm-hmm. should have said, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let a teenager take responsibility yeah. for my fuck ups. Yeah. I mean, but then you would also think that she's the adult in the situation. She wouldn't sleep she, with a 22 year old student with a, with a student when she's married student. Yeah, yeah, and he's a high school student. Yeah, so clearly, <laughs> she's not the best at at making decisions. And you could um, actually tell that before because mm-hmm. her husband, the English teacher, um, he's like, "Hey, can you talk to Olive? Something's going on there." Um, and Olive goes in to talk to the guidance counselor, and the guidance counselor just like it, it hands her condoms. She's like, "Before mm-hmm. you say anything, here, just take these." Um, and all of us trying to be like, well, I don't need these. And the guidance counselor just keeps interrupting her, won't let her actually tell her story or talk about the yeah. thing that like she actually could have helped with. It's right. so funny. It's one of those storytelling moments where it's like, 
she's she almost got the help mm-hmm. like help we almost yeah. got a solution and then it just like you know falls um because yeah. the guidance counselor could have totally you know gotten a handle uh, she could have gotten advice from someone you know mm-hmm. but no the guidance counselor did not listen to her no at all and just handed her condoms and pushed her away I mean, ain't that just the way, though? Isn't that what we do to kids and teenagers all the time? It's like, your problems aren't real. Just have a lollipop and have a nice day. Um, Yeah, it's fucked up. There are so many moments in this movie um, where you're like, yeah, that's fucked up. Like, one of the moments that I fucking hate, but it's so it's so real, which is, I mean, I guess why the movie is so good, because it does balance a lot of, like, real elements with like funny comedic stuff is um earlier when the first person after brandon tries to get olive's help and he's like can you just pretend that we did something can you just like tell people we did something she's like no like what the fuck and he's like well i don't need your permission i could yeah i could tell people something happened and she's like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) that is not okay um and she still helps him idiot um the idiot. moral of the story is don't help anyone um ever <laughs> in your whole life ever um, so so yeah so she's the, the uh, even bigger school slut uh she's outcast and ostracized um, she's sitting by herself at lunch she's sitting by herself at lunch which is you know the the pinnacle of uh, a loser in high school is when you're sitting by yourself at lunch not because no one would ever want that <laughs> <laughs> not because you enjoy your own company or no. like you don't want to talk you just want to eat or something you're reading no. a book um and she talks about yourself. there's a lot of voiceover in the movie um which we know you love but also well this is different because I know, this isn't is. just narration the whole time we find out at the end that all of this narration is all of actually recording like a live she's doing a live stream mm-hmm. of and explaining she's her a story. twitch star yeah right so she's a twitch she's a twitch she's a twitch streamer um yeah um, so the voiceover does make sense i know i just wanted to throw in the fact yeah, that you hate voiceovers and i um, do and i appreciate that you brought it up because i <laughs> listen um i don't just talk i also listen um so she talks about in voiceover how so many people were clamoring to say they'd done something with her but nobody was trying to actually like date her hook up with her or anything people were just like trying to pretend um and then a boy comes and this boy's name is anson which is like such a funny name to give a high school student in a movie this movie but also takes place in Ojai, California, which I also think is funny. Um, it is very Ojai specific. They've got a lot of like shots yeah. of like the landscape and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this guy, Anson, is the guy Rhiannon. <laughs> Rhiannon has had a crush on since like, you know, like they were first kids. grade or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she but he's the only person who's like asked her out so and mm-hmm. he asks her on a date and she's like okay yeah and it, it, they go they meet at the red lobster <laughs> it's like the lobster shack or something like yeah. that lobster <laughs> yeah. something um, um and that's where we get to see woodchuck todd as lobster todd yes he is there he works at the restaurant i'm telling you he's everywhere he's a stalker he's everywhere he's doing this on purpose so they're in the restaurant together. First mm-hmm. of all, they see Lobster Todd. Second, they also see 
Rhiannon is there. <gasps> Olive's freaking out, even though she's not on speaking terms with Rhiannon. She still doesn't want Rhiannon to see her there with the yeah, guy she's had a crush on Yeah, because it's still a betrayal, forever. right? She's like... Right. She knew she, she may have been shitty to me, but I'm not going to be shitty mm-hmm. to her. And so Olive is like, let's get out of here. So they're out in the parking lot. And this whole time, Olive was like pretty nice, you know, kind of awkward, but like, mm-hmm. you know, just a regular date. And yeah. then he gives her like what is a $200 coupon. It's a $200 to- gift certificate to the home or gift card to Home Depot. To the Home Depot. And then he tries to kiss her, and she's like, whoa, that's not how this works. Like, yeah. first of all, she's got the, oh, this was not This a is a work date. dinner. Oh, yeah. I understand. This is a working and then dinner. she's got him trying to kiss her, and she's like, that's not, you know. And he's like, what? I paid you. Uh, Whew. <laughs> rough. And he's, he's, like, yelling and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's, honestly, yeah. parts of this movie are, like, yeah, kind of hard to watch. But yeah. Um, she's crying in the parking lot. Lobster Todd, aka Woodchuck Todd, aka mm-hmm. Joe Goldberg, Goldberg. <laughs> um, <laughs> aka Dan Humphrey, aka uh, fucking... Jonathan Moore. Who was him in the other? <laughs> oh <one>? yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, jo- Jonathan. Jonathan yeah. Moore in the in season four. In season, ooh, rhymes. You're a poet. I haven't finished season four yet. Well, you better hurry up. Oh Before no, my I schedule spoil is it for you. too um, crowded. So <laughs> stop bragging. We get it. You do things except, you know, you do mm-hmm. things other than watching television and movies all day. <laughs> we get it. Unfortunately. <laughs> so Todd gives her a ride home oh. and they're talking and he it, he already knows that she hasn't been actually sleeping with this pe- these people because mm-hmm. when they were kids they did like what, it was seven minutes in heaven or yeah. whatever, and he was like, "I'm not really ready to kiss anybody. Mm-hmm. Could I? You can know, I just tell people that we? Can kiss? I just tell people that we kiss? So, and he's like, I know who, what kind of person you are. Yeah. I know that that you're just, you know, saying that stuff. Very cute. He and he doesn't care anyway. He yeah. He does not care what anyone else thinks about her. No, like not he, at all. He's, he doesn't give a shit. It's amazing. It's so um, hot. <laughs> and they're talking about you know actual first kisses, mm-hmm. and she and he reveals that his first kiss was with Rhiannon. Yeah, and she's like, "What? <laughs> yeah, fucking bitch." And I felt bad. Yeah. Listen, first of all, I'm just, I know I alluded to it or I may have even said it earlier. Rhiannon's a shit friend. Like she, (laughs) but it is a, she is a hundred percent that friend, that best friend that you had in high school. That was just awful that Mm. you were just, you were only best friends because you, you were the only person that could stand to be around her because everybody else had kind of like left her in the dust somewhere. (laughs) And you're like, we live in a small town. Where are we going to go? Like, who am I going to hang out with? Um, so that's the only reason they're friends. This girl clearly like lobster Todd knows more about, um, olive than fucking Rhiannon because he's like, yeah, I knew you were lying. Like, yeah, I know. I know who you are. I know you like to help people. Um, but I think Rhiannon was probably like, you know, you're lying. Even if she knew that she was lying, she's like, why wouldn't you tell me about it? Why wouldn't you tell me what's going on? Mm. You know? You're giving her way too much credit. 
I always do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. This is because, how I move through the world, Sam. No, because she did not care. She did not she care did whether not care. or not Olive was telling her the truth or not, as long as the truth fit her own narrative or the lie fit her mm-hmm. own narrative. The minute it deviated, she was like, you're a slut. And she joined the little cross your heart. Oh, yeah. Cross yeah. your heart people. She was like protesting. Yeah. Literally protesting. What? <laughs> Only um, in 2010, only in 2010 would this be a real protest. So to sort it all out, mm-hmm. with Woodchuck Todd's help, uh, she gets to do a musical number at a pep rally. Yes. She comes out of, not a cake, but... Wood. Wood. It's a wood, <laughs> it's a, it's a wheelbarrow of wood. She comes out of a wheelbarrow, at the pep rally, she comes out of a wheelbarrow of wood and yeah. sings a song. Yeah. She also and takes Woodchuck Todd's costume off, so he's Blue Devil Todd. <laughs> hell yeah. It's a great musical number. She's in lingerie. She has a little mm-hmm. boa. She's doing her dance. And she basically says, fuck this basketball game. Uh, ditch it mm-hmm. and go home and watch my live stream on my website. Mm-hmm. Where And she implies that like she and Todd are going to have sex on camera. Yeah. Yeah. She literally um, says, "Would you watch? Would you rather uh, cheer or watch the woodchucks, or cheer on the woodchucks, or watch me do one?" Like, babe, right. there's no, <laughs> there's no implication. It's, <laughs> it's no, it's not implication. It's right there. It's it's <laughs> punching you in the face. I don't know. Blink and you miss it. Um, <laughs> so. Then, yes. you know, of course, the live stream is this story she's been telling us the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, where she's she's confessing to everything and yeah. saying how. And there was a part where she literally went to a confessional because she was like, maybe yeah. the Catholic Church can help me. But yeah. um, And then she uh, meets uh, Amanda Bynes' dad. <laughs> Fred Armisen. A, Fred Armisen has a as a pastor it's pretty funny because at the end while um she's doing her live stream first of all she names names she tells yes. everyone <laughs> yeah. she has named which perfect names people on tiktok need to fucking they need to take a cue from olive because yeah. i'm so sick of no, having to go into two. the comments don't yeah. tell me to go to part two <laughs> no uh name if you names, can't fit the whole receipts. story then this is not a story for TikTok. Okay. Um, <laughs> so just live stream it. <laughs> all these we see all these guys watching the store, you know, the the live stream, including like the pre the pastor, Fred Armisen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why isn't she getting naked? Like at the end, yeah. basically everyone's like, I thought she was gonna get naked. Yeah. But she's just telling this story and saying, Oh, this is what actually happened, and you know, she's learned her lesson. But the whole time, this character has been very strongly herself. And Mm -hmm. that's something I admire about her and about any teen girls who knew who they were. Or teenagers in general. If they had, like, a strong sense of identity, I really admired that because it it, it took me a long time. (laughs) It took me a 
long time. Wow, we got a new vocal effect. Look at that. Oh my yeah, god, you're just I have a pulling up all the stops. <laughs> you have a loop pedal under your. your I do, desk. I do. Um, yeah. but I do think I I agree. She does have a very strong sense of self, and I think you can attribute that to her parents. Honestly, I think mm-hmm. when you have parents that kind of foster that yeah dude explore who you gotta be what you like what you don't like figure it out um and obviously she has their sense of humor they have again i talked about this at the beginning but some of my favorite jokes in in media ever like when brandon shows up to the house and he's like is there an olive here and she's like there's a whole jar of them in the fridge And then when she's like, I'm just kidding. And she's like, any friend of Olive's is a friend of our daughter's. I think that's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. Funny. It's nice little clever. It's the kind of stuff where it's like, this wordplay amuses me, the person saying it. I don't care if anyone else gets it. Yeah. Or thinks yeah. it's good. <laughs> like, yeah. she's doing that for her. <laughs> yeah. Because even Amazing. in like the first dinner scene, uh, when you know the whole family is there, and she says... She says something about like she uses the word grist and then he's like, ooh, clever wordplay. You must be related to me. And she goes, only by marriage. I Just like it's so they are having so much fun and I'm very jealous that I'm not having yeah. fun with them. If only you had a fun family. Oh, <laughs> right in. No. I, think, uh, I think my we have fun. I think we have fun. We my, have my fun. Fa- we make jokes. We do jokes yeah my family and I have fun in a very different way yes so I want fun like this too I want multiple families so I can have multiple kinds of fun like we're back to talking about polyamory Hmm. (laughs) Sam's gonna be the stepmom to multiple families I do really want to be a stepmom to be fair um I think I'd be great I'd be like Julia Roberts and stepmom I'd be a a I think you'd be good yeah um so yeah I think the movie's great was there more was there more to the plot no we got to the end right yeah now we get to focus on our thoughts I was gonna ask you I was very curious did you or anyone that you like were close to I guess in high school ever have like a salacious rumor come out about them what a great question thank you I am trying to think so I remember in middle school Mm -hmm. there was a girl who just she had bigger boobs than the other girls she just grew boobs earlier you know yeah um and there were always tons of rumors about her Mm -hmm. that she you know, was sneaking out of her house to hook up with guys. Of course. Because um, why else? Mostly that. Would you, what else you would know. you be doing? You know? Right. And it was just the fact that it was just everyone sexualizing her because she had boobs before yeah. anyone else did. You know, that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. What about you? Did that come from... That no, that didn't that didn't come from experience. I oh. was just curious. Dang I just want to know. <laughs> I will because I don't think that and I think a lot of people feel this way. Um is that I don't think that I've ever seen a a truly accurate depiction of what high school was actually like. Yeah. Um and while this movie is very fun and we get to see like different, you know, facets of you know, elements of it that could be true, right? Um 
it just wasn't some like no one really it, if there was rumors or gossip or anything like that they were so short-lived and like yeah it was like they were over by lunch right like if anybody yes. heard anything it was over before the middle of the day and it didn't go on like that absolutely mm-hmm. I remember my friend literally telling me in the morning she was like I think I have a crush on this guy and literally by lunch she was like I don't know I didn't I don't <laughs> I've changed my mind uh, <laughs> yeah I think the only thing that I I think middle school was a little more intense when it came to things like gossip and rumors and things like that. Yeah. And I do remember, actually, I'm having this realization in middle school, I got picked on a little, not a lot, like a little bit. I was chill enough with enough people that I wasn't bullied, but Mm -hmm. there were still a few people that liked to pick on me. And I remember one time in middle school, we had to wear uniforms. So... Uh, but not like actual uniforms just like we had to wear we couldn't wear jeans right so you had to wear like khaki pants or like I don't fucking know blue pants anyway one day (laughs) I was wearing like khaki pants and a collared shirt and there was a guy that I went to school with and he was like oh I think uh, Samantha, because, you know, that's what they called me back in the day. Um, they mm-hmm. called me by my full name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, oh, I think Samantha's wearing a thong. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like 12 years old, bro. Like, I don't. That's the I'm a child. I don't it, do that. Because, you know, wild? wearing a thong meant that you were like a slut. Right. Isn't it wild that that made you feel bad? Yeah. Like, people... But it was like, I mean, you've seen that episode of Pen15 yes. with the, the thong. It's yes. like partially like, yeah, it's like you could fall on either side of it of mm-hmm. being like, oh, if you're associated with thongs, people think you're a slut. Yeah. Or like, oh, those girls who wear thongs are so cool yeah. and grown up. Yeah. If you're not wearing a thong, then you're like a prude. So there's no one. In, there's nowhere in the middle. Right. You can't just wear underwear. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> And how difficult that was to navigate as a child. I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to this. Why? Like, one, stop looking at my ass. That's number one. Because he was like, oh, well, there's no panty lines. I was like, why are you looking so hard? (laughs) Stop looking, maybe. Um, And I've always been awkward when it comes to, like, interactions with the opposite sex so I was just like oh yeah I don't know I'm not what are you talking about <laughs> Sam um, doesn't know how to talk to a boy I've never <laughs> talked to a boy in my life <laughs> I will die before I talk to a boy um <laughs> but yeah that was just like I was humiliated like and this was such a low level rumor I can't even imagine if I went through high school and people were like, oh, she fucks everybody, I'd be like, what? Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but also it's, I, I'm not. <laughs> it's just not true. I was so entrenched and I mean, yeah, I couldn't. I thought I wasn't going to have sex till I was married. So I had a very And she different. still hasn't. And uh, I still, I got married and I didn't even have sex because <laughs> I knew we were getting divorced. You're like, I know we're married, but I know we're not going to be married forever. So we're not having sex. Um, (laughs) That's wild. Uh, But yeah, that was the worst rumor that's ever been spread about me. (laughs) 
I think. I don't know if there's been any more that I just didn't know about. Oh my God. This reminds me. I, and this is related to the movie because it's about rumors. I believe you. When I was in middle school, again, this is, I think you're right. Middle school. Middle school was a tougher time for women or for like girls, I think, in my opinion. I remember, I don't remember what the rumor was, Mm -hmm. but I remember focusing on this fact that people, this, someone was spreading a rumor about me. Do not remember what it was. Mm. I think that I like had a crush on someone, which I probably did. I had a crush on every boy. Yeah. You're a Gemini. (laughs) It's like every single one. Yeah. (laughs) And some of the girls. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was the rumor. No. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we traced it back to this kid this one kid right trace it back to this kid I was like why are you spreading rumors about me I just couldn't I was like I'm gonna hunt down the person who spread this rumor wow and I'm gonna get to the source of it right and this is the same energy I took into when during quarantine someone knocked the rear view or the side view mirror off my car (laughs) and I kept the part of their car that came off of their rear their side view mirror when they hit my car I kept that because I was like, I'm going to find that car. One day. It's like a again. Cinderella slipper. You're gonna I fucking... I'm dead. <laughs> I love this for you. Um, so that's, you know, me. I would more get to the source of the rumor and be like, why did you say that? And it turns out it's because this kid, um, he thought I was like doing something to him because... Mm-hmm. Literally, the band teacher told him that I was a better saxophone player than he was. Oh, I thought. Oh my god! No, I thought this the was band headed, teacher didn't. Do- I thought this was heading in an EZA territory where it's like the band teacher was lied sleeping. and said oh, that no. I said. <laughs> no, I spread a rumor, and like the band teacher was the was the gossiper or something. No, but the band teacher did. When you think about it from an adult perspective, the band teacher literally told this kid, "Hey, this." This other kid is a better saxophone player yeah. than you did. Of course the kid was going to be like, have negative things to say about me. You just put me, you just made me his target. <laughs> competition. Boys don't like it. They don't like to be in competition with girls. And yeah, I don't know. It was, what a weird time. Anyway, that's Dude. my high school my high school experience. That's so wild. I do think that this movie, it's so interesting to me while I was watching this in seeing like how how things have like shifted in terms of like purity culture because obviously you have like Amanda Bynes' character and their whole group being like having sex is bad or whatever Mm -hmm. but also the school's react or like the students reaction to finding out that that one random girl lost her virginity was just absolutely wild to me because like you have that one random guy being like oh hey olive you know whatever yeah and she's like um i'm good random guy i've never talked to before um right. so like you almost have people try like initially obviously we have the whole aspect of like the fake stuff um that gets in the way of that but like the fact that she was somehow more desirable because she had had sex whereas like now if we think of the Andrew Tates of the world it's like the more sex a woman has had the less valuable she is um so when I was watching I was thinking about like how back in the day like men didn't want to sleep with virgins right they were like no I can't sleep with a virgin she'll be clingy and she'll like want to want me to marry her and you know all that stuff and then you switch it to now where it's like these fucking alpha males they're the biggest uh fucking quotation marks I've ever used in my whole life 
um, these, they're like, oh no, I want her to be pure and all this kind of stuff. So it's just, it's so silly how stupid it is. I do think those two threads have gone, have gone on simultaneously. Like, yeah. Because, you know, wanting a girl to be pure and virginal has been around for a long no, time. No, of course, of course. And, and I remember being very caught up in that when I was younger, being like, oh, if I have sex, that's some kind of permanent mark on me. Mm-hmm. Um, while at the same time, you know, like we said, the girls who wore thongs and could have sex and just act like an adult were cool you know um it's it's that's that's the thing it's tough because you're straddling this line of like Mm -hmm. you're you're damned if you do and damned if you don't (laughs) I think the moral of the story is like we can't do anything right like we do anything we we just have to sit in a room until some man decides that we're worthy (laughs) Um, but now the the actual moral of the story is that people people are going to have their opinions mm-hmm. of you. You, It's up to you what you tell people about yourself. But that's only half of, you know, that's only part of what people are going to see. Yeah. They're going to make their own assumptions to things going yeah. in. And what you decide to do with your partner or whoever is nobody's business. It's Stop nobody's business. It. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Stop writing me letters stop writing me emails the rom complex at gmail.com telling me about what you and your partner do in the bedroom (laughs) i didn't ask please i would love to read let me know i want to read sam asked for that yeah except unless you're a boy because she doesn't talk to i don't talk to boys well that's verbally so you can email me that's fine um just don't (laughs) expect a voice note or anything in return because i don't talk to boys they scare me You're like you're like the there there are a lot of gamer guys who are like I'm a gamer I can't talk to women yeah and you're like you're like the the Sam version the Sam version yeah 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 like I can't talk to boys they're scary yeah they scare me mm. <laughs> I'm just a um, baby um, you're just a little baby follow us on Twitter Instagram Facebook and TikTok at the Rom Complex hell yeah bro. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> yeah, we're really cool. We got some really cool stuff um on socials and even cooler stuff on patreon.com slash the rom complex where you can pay us for funnier content. <laughs> I don't know why I said that like that either. What is she doing? It's yeah, been a long not day. really making people want to subscribe. No, it's actually fantastic. You should subscribe. It it's it's it freaking amazing. Um, yeah. But you know what? If you want that sweet, sweet content, you got to ante up, you know? Um, it's true. So do that right now. Go. What are you doing? Go right now. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, if you're a $10 Patreon, Patreon, patron, Patreon. 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 We'll say your name. Catherine W. Catherine W. Wow, that name sounds familiar. Maybe it does. I wonder if they've ever been a guest on our podcast. <laughs> I wonder if they've <laughs> just been a guest on our podcast <laughs> an episode ago. Um, but you know what? Like Olive and the rest of Ojai learned, the most important thing is to keep falling in love with woodchuck yourself (laughs) with yourself Bye. bye
Okay, owl. <laughs> <laughs>